And I think we're a little more laid back when it comes to working, which isn't always a bad thing in my opinion. Welcome to the podcast where marketing gets personal. Broadcasting from Macklin, we'll be covering everything about our field from the totally topical to the utterly off topic. Let's see where it takes us this week on B2Me. All right. Welcome back to B2Me, everyone. I'm Thomas Hugo, your warm and convivial host and copywriter here at Macklin. And today I'm joined by Julia Evans and Liz Brayler. Don't be shy. Give the people a hello. Hello, everybody. Hi. All right. Please find your seats and silence those cell phones. Show's about to start. And get ready because today this episode is all about us. Kind of. Julia, Elizabeth, you're both Zoomers, as am I. And side note for all you boomers or members of elder generations, a Zoomer is someone who belongs to Generation Z, born between 1997 and 2012. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. So we're always hearing the phrase Gen Z in the workforce. People are obsessed with us, I guess. But that begs the question, though, what is the deal with Gen Z in the workforce exactly? What should people know about us? What makes our generation different from the ones prior? And can you help me reset the password to my Facebook account? Let's dive right in. Uh, Thomas, I sure can uh, reset your Facebook password. I'd say the biggest surprise for me was the total mindset shift of this generation of the workforce. I think millennials are increasingly moving into higher up positions and changing the rat race mindset of work, which is setting Gen Z up really well to advocate for the fair treatment of other generations. Uh, All through my education, I thought that I was going to be giving up my free time and grinding 24-7 entering into the design world, but I found that it's actually a lot more balanced. Um, I think millennials and Gen Z are kind of on the same page, that we're not just a commodity or a utility in the workplace, and that we support decisions that value that distinction. Julia, I totally agree with you. I think Gen Z has a totally different outlook on the workforce than other generations. And I think that like living through COVID and the pandemic um, has really changed a lot of that outlook for us. For example, like being able to work remotely or in our situation, like a hybrid, I think has definitely been a game changer. It's a lot less mentally taxing. And yeah, in my opinion, I think our generation is just a little less cutthroat, like you were saying, like it's not as intense of a rat race. And I think we're a little more laid back when it comes to working, which isn't always a bad thing, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. I, definitely, that's like one of the things that I love most for us. Um, and, you know, I think another big thing that sets us apart is, you know, I know or at least think that Gen Z is like uniquely open minded compared to other generations. We're generally pretty good about taking the lessons we learned you know, from the world around us and bringing them back to work, so to speak. You know, we're not rocking with old boys culture, not even a tiny bit. We're not sweeping stuff like racism, homophobia, sexism, like any of that terrible shit under the rug. Mm. You know, I'm really happy to say that that type of stuff does not happen here at Macklin. But I do know that I've for sure seen it in other places. And I know other people my age have as well. You know, we're typically the people doing the work, having the hard conversations around that stuff. So, yeah, I definitely think we're doing things differently and like in a really, really good way. Yeah, I completely agree and love all of those points. Um, Thomas, I actually have a question for you and for you too, Liz. Um, What is our generation doing to promote a better work-life balance for ourselves? How does remote work affect this? 
Yeah, kind of going off what you guys were saying before, I think, you know, us Zoomers place a really high value on having like genuine workplace culture. I know personally, I don't want to feel like I'm putting on an act at work or something like that. And, you know, that hasn't been the case for me here at Macklin. I've never felt like I've had to embrace like the, you know, hustler grind set just to have my work feel validated here. Um, I think for the most part, the increase in remote work has helped a bunch with this. You know, it lends really well to maintaining a non-BS working environment. Like, at least it has for me. You know, I'm a creative, so I'm always, like, pacing around, going on walks, and, you know, stuff that would be considered kind of weird in this setting. But I know, you know, leadership here, they don't really care what I'm doing as long as I get the job done. And I think that's super freeing, and I think it's becoming a lot more, you know, common in workplaces today as Gen Z gets more involved. You know, we're asking, if not demanding, that that be the case, that we'd be allowed to just, you know, do what we need to do. Agreed. I also think that social media has been a huge contributor to the changes we're seeing in the work-life balance. I think there's a lot more awareness of what a good work-life balance at a full-time job looks like because people are actually sharing their experiences and they're teaching others how to advocate for themselves. I agree. At Macklin, I can confidently say we've gotten the balance down to a T. I'm not afraid of getting ripped to shreds just because I take my dog for a walk in the middle of the day. Yeah, Julia, I totally agree. Mental health is definitely more prominent and recognized in our day and age. And I think our generation has done very well to promote a better work-life balance for ourselves. And like I said earlier, working remotely definitely aids in that because it's just so much less mentally taxing going into office every day. But we still get that hybrid situation of being face-to-face with our coworkers, which is also great and is very beneficial. And yeah, I think it's just easier to take care of yourself when we have a little bit of a hybrid situation. And again, after experiencing a worldwide pandemic, I think our generation sees a little more value of life outside of work. For sure, for sure. Like I definitely like what I'm hearing. You know, Zoomers care a lot about having an actual life outside of work. You know, we're not doing the whole rat race thing. Definitely big on boundaries, stuff like that. And we don't want work to, you know, impact us unnecessarily. But What about the inverse of that? Like, how does Gen Z react when life affects work? You know, when situations in our personal lives affect the way that we're able to, you know, do our jobs. Are we good at dealing with that? Bad? Let's talk about it. I think the leadership that I've been under this far in my career has helped me deal with the problems or situations that arise in my personal life. Um, They've offered a lot of flexibility and understanding and I feel really lucky in this sense, but I think that's one more thing that Gen Z feels really strongly about is treating workers as human beings and understanding the push and pull that sometimes pops up in our lives. I also know that in my team, the creative team or Macklin as a whole, I'll have support to fill in when I might need to be away unexpectedly and I'll happily return that favor if a situation arises for someone else. I think if I didn't have this type of support system in my workplace, I would have a much harder time getting through those kinds of situations. And in the long run, it would do a lot more harm than one missed afternoon of work. Yeah, I think our generation has been thrown a lot of curveballs and we've just kind of learned to go with the flow of it. Um, Life will affect work and work will always affect life in some way, shape or form. And it's just all about learning how to balance it all because it can be very overwhelming. Um, And like you said, Julia, it's great to have a support system and people you can look up to and communicate with about topics other than work. But it's also nice to have a team here at Macklin that you can rely on and that has your back. And yeah, as long as you communicate with them, everything seems to go well. For sure. Just talk it out. (laughs) Talk it out, people. 
So this is kind of a weird segue. You know, we've been talking a lot about life outside of work, life inside of work, and how the two kind of interact. But I think we should talk a little bit more about something that happens, you know, in the work environment that's, you know, not necessarily easy for everybody. There's this common trope that Gen Z like sucks at any form of confrontation. I don't know why that perception exists, but it does. Maybe it's because we grew up on the internet. I, I don't know. But besides the point, it's not a stretch to say that receiving, giving, implementing feedback, all that stuff is in itself a type of confrontation or conflict that exists in the workplace. Like it or not, though, you know, we got to deal with it every day. It is what it is. So on a scale from avoid at all costs to I could care less, how do we handle feedback? You know, what lessons have you guys learned about it since joining the workforce? Any advice you'd give to younger Zoomers? I think um, most people would probably describe me as an avoid at all costs type of confrontation personality. But I think in the art world, you have to be really open to feedback. And it's what oftentimes turns a good idea into something really great and it feels more like a collaboration rather than like a one-sided scathing review. In the beginning, I felt like I shouldn't push back or give my opinions when we give feedback just because I figured that everyone else probably knew better than me. But over time, I've realized it's really valuable to have that younger workforce's perspective and having a dialogue about feedback is really important. You know, even if you're wrong or it's not the right direction, it's usually a good learning moment. Yeah, I would probably say I'm in the same boat as you. Feedback has always made me nervous because it's never really fun to be told you're doing something wrong. Um, but yeah, and so in some situations, I'm definitely hesitant to receive my feedback and definitely try to avoid it in some situations. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, being provided with that feedback is one of the only ways that we learn and we can improve ourselves. It's nice to keep in mind and remind myself that feedback at work isn't meant to hurt your feelings or make you feel like you're doing a poor job. It's honestly just to encourage your growth more than anything else. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, for me, I definitely sometimes struggle with giving it. Like, I don't hesitate to do it, but sometimes I feel kind of weird. Like, I feel like I'm being an asshole or something. But, you know, like you were saying, it is just, you know, telling each other how we can improve and do better. And I think, you know, on the receiving end, I think it's really important to remember that, you know, it's nobody saying that you suck or that you don't know what you're doing. That's just anxiety talking. And, you know, it just means that at least in a creative perspective, that the thing that you made isn't working how it should. And that's it. You know, if you can kind of detach yourself from that, that'll help take away a lot of potential pain. You know, it took me a little bit to learn that lesson, but I'm glad I learned it. And yeah, you younger Zoomers learn that lesson now. You don't need validation. You're enough. Do your affirmations. Believe in yourself. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Any last thoughts before we skedaddle? What's something Gen Z I could say? Oh. <laughs> Bussin', no cap, for real, for real. <laughs> this podcast. Bussin', lit, for real. <laughs> well, that's it for today's show. I hope each and every one of you, regardless of which generation you belong to, were able to learn something new about the Zoomer population today. We're worth researching. After all, we're the future. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to follow B2Me wherever you get your podcasts. And for all things marketing, follow Macklin on social media. See you next time.